invest in professional development for your entire organization, boost its potential, and see it grow. Choose Docebo, the world's most powerful platform for corporate learning. Learn more at docebo.com. A finger waits to press a button. A man holds his breath. In a New Jersey lab, on an October day of 1879, the future is about to change again. That man is Thomas Edison, and he's been experimenting on the first commercially available light bulb for over a year now. He's sunk thousands of dollars into failed attempts, but he's also seen the future, and he intends to seize it. Edison makes another attempt, the latest of several, on that October day of 1879. He presses the button, and the electric current races across the thin wire inside the round glass globe. Everything suddenly lights up. Electricity has conquered the night. Fiat lux. Let there be light. On that October day, 1879, light bulbs and switches are still only lab tools. Most people have never seen them in their daily lives. But just a few years later, electricity will make its way into these people's homes. A switch and a glass bulb will soon take the place of candles and oil lamps. The first 59 electric homes are in Manhattan, built around Edison's own laboratory in 1882. We take it for granted now, as we do every step towards progress, but we should look back to that day to understand our own modern times. Because technology is constantly advancing, sometimes in leaps and bounds, and Edison's prodigious invention is just one of many that have changed and will change the world. For example, artificial intelligence. I am Guido Brera, and you're listening to Black Box, the hidden side of finance, a podcast by Coda Media, sponsored by Docebo. It's called Artificial Intelligence as a Service. It uses cloud servers to outsource AI tools, and it's bringing the relationship between man and machine to a new level, towards the future. From here onwards, AI is going to be at everyone's fingertips. Practical and easy to use, just like every other invention in our lives. Just like electrical lights, where all you need to turn on the whole world is the flick of a switch. Artificial intelligence as a service, a new paradigm, which will soon change our habits and our relationship with the spaces we live in. Evolutionally, artificial intelligence can be seen like a river. At first, it was guarded closely by the lords of Silicon Valley, but as it flowed downstream, it couldn't be contained any longer and it started to break out into thousands of torrents free from control, but also dangerous. In classic sci-fi movies, 
AI is always depicted as a non-human superintelligence, capable of overpowering or even destroying its creator. Such as in The Matrix, where sophisticated autonomous machines conquer all of humanity. In the words of Morpheus, as he talks to Neo, we have only bits and pieces of information, but what we know for certain is that at some point in the early 21st century, all of mankind was united in celebration. We marveled at our own magnificence as we gave birth to AI. AI, you mean artificial intelligence? A singular consciousness that spawned an entire race of machines. We don't know who struck first, us or them. This type of fear is deeply rooted in our psychology. Just think of the fear towards terrible gods in ancient civilizations, or Victor Frankenstein, and the monster that he calls the demon, and which terrifies the world once it breaks free. But this is hardly the only doomsday prediction linked to thinking machines. Today, AI is broken into thousands of small streams, and it can reach anyone, just like electricity. It can be used in thousands of different ways. Every invention has its upsides and its potential catastrophes. It all depends on the way it's used. In the Bible it says, light has come into the world, but people love darkness instead of light. The warning is perfect for this situation if we look at it from a pessimistic point of view a wonderful tool in the right hands, but capable of calamities when used in the wrong way. The atomic bomb, for example, dominated the second half of the 20th century with the fear that it could destroy the world. From a military point of view, nuclear technology was based on the balance of deterrence and mutual assured destruction. Any nuclear attack would have triggered a reprisal which would have erased the combatants from the face of the earth, along with the rest of humanity. In the case of artificial intelligence, things could go differently. It could bring about smaller and cheaper weapons, easy to use and just as lethal. The doomsayers of AI as a service often mention the potential uses of this technology for terrorism as well as its use in creating viruses or building drones for attacking sensitive targets. As always, everything is in the hands of human beings and, as ever, it all depends on perspective. Some might be pessimistic, but others see AI as a godsend, the ultimate solution to all our problems, sickness, hunger, and poverty. This October, saw the publication of the Techno-Optimist Manifesto by American entrepreneur Mark Andreessen, inventor of Netscape, the first worldwide web browser. Today Andreessen is at the head of an important venture capital firm focused on emerging technologies, and his manifesto represents the position of techno-enthusiasts and optimists, the so-called solutionists. In his manifesto, Andreessen claims that AI is our philosopher's stone, harking back to the traditional economic liberalism of David Ricardo, Friedrich von Hayek, and Milton Friedman. Communists and Luddites are seen as techno-hostile, and their objections nothing more than constant howling. 
According to Andreessen, not only can AI save lives if applied to medicine, but any break on the road towards the future is literally murder. Andreessen is imperative. It is time to be techno-optimists. In his view, techno-pessimism is a burden, keeping civilization away from its true potential. John Adam Tews, historian of economics at Columbia University, sees in these AI accelerationists a parallel to the futurists of the previous century. The link is strangely alluring, especially if we look back at Italian futurist Filippo Tommaso Marinetti, who published his own manifesto in 1909. Here also technology was lauded and critics were lambasted. The Futurist Manifesto wanted to destroy museums and libraries and embrace machinery. It evoked a future of adventurous steamships on the horizon, locomotives stampeding on rails, and the gliding flight of airplanes, whose propellers whipped through the wind like a flag. We need to steer away from extreme predictions on either side, from the golden promises of the techno utopists as well as the dire predictions of the prophets of doom. Utopia and dystopia are two faces of the same coin. Certainly, we'll need to find a balance between two terms that, at the moment, seem to cancel each other out. Between relentless acceleration on one side and fruitless containment on the other, which is impossible anyway. Now that AI has broken down into so many tiny streams. This is the balance that will determine the fate of the thinking machines. A new light bulb against the darkness of our planet, or a new nuclear power ultimately capable of destroying Black Box is a Cora News podcast, produced by Cora Media and sponsored by Docebo. Written by Guido Brera with I Diaboli. Editorial supervision by Francesca Milano. Intro and sound design by Luca Micheli. Editing and post-production by Luca Micheli and Mattia Licciotti. Production organization by Alex Pederengo.